It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Your host, Dave Harrison and Chris Russell. Today's episode brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome to a new week of episodes, guys. Uh, if you're if you're new to the show, please, if you haven't already, subscribe or follow the podcast, rate and review it. It'll help other fans of the teams or the team find us just like you did. And of course, we're happy that you're joining us here. When we're not here, Chris and I, you can find Chris, the team 983 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. Also find that on the Odyssey app. And you can find Chris covering the Washington football team and writing for SI.com on Twitter. Find Chris at WrestleMania 621. Find me at D Harrison 82 and find the show at locked WFT pod. Chris, huge news, big NFL landscape, shaking news breaking on Sunday before we got ready to record doesn't directly impact the Washington football team from a full landscape, but it does impact one of the games that the Washington football team is going to play as the Atlanta Falcons have finally agreed to trade Julio Jones, a move that we knew was coming and he's going to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I think there's uh, a lot of NFC teams. I know Kyle Shanahan has already commented on this. Now they were in the hunt for Julio Jones You know, David, but a lot of NFC teams uh, that are breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief that Julio Jones, uh, you know, got traded but didn't wind up in their division in the NFC. I mean, meaning he was already in the NFC South with Carolina, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. So he goes to the AFC uh, now. And obviously some teams will have to take on the Tennessee Titans and deal with that. uh, But that won't be. Uh, you know, that, that w- there's a difference between having him in the division and having him uh, not in your division where you have to deal with him twice or where he gets traded to another team, i.e. Seattle. So that's what I think led to, you know, um, Kyle Shanahan's reaction like, whoo, man, you know, glad he, you know, sure, we would love to have had him, but glad he didn't wind up in the NFC in the division, you know, that type of thing. And for Washington, quite honestly, you know, he didn't wind up in the division and, uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll certainly get to it here. Uh, but he also gets taken off of their schedule now I, I don't know how you feel like the titans are going to get a 2023rd uh 2023 second sixth round pick the falcons get a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 fourth round pick that's not a whole lot in terms of compensation that the falcons got but remember the falcons needed to get out of this contract and they're only taking like a seven and a half ish million dollar dead cap hit this year because they can spread it out over a couple of years and they get the entire contract taken off of their books. And that's important, obviously, because they're really up against it, as we've discussed. So I think that really lowered the compensation, uh, quite honestly, that they could get. I mean, a second round pick's nice, 
but it's not probably worth what Julio Jones is. And I know they got the fourth round pick two years from now, but again, that's probably not worth what Julio Jones, the player and the impact is probably worth, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, again, it's kind of like, you know, we've talked about with, with trades for other players. Uh, and every time we're talking about an older player, you know, uh, on the outside, a lot of fans will say, no, you know, if the Falcons don't get a first round pick for him, they're crazy and all this other stuff. But, but you'll have to remember the GM on the other side of the phone isn't getting the last 10, 11, whatever years of Julio Jones that gives him this, you know, this stature within the National Football League. He's getting whoever or whatever's left of Julio Jones or whatever's left of Julio Jones, to be quite honest, is not going to be what he has been already for the Atlanta Falcons. And that's just because of age. Injuries are starting to pile up a little bit. And then you also have the chemistry. I mean, fortunately for the Titans, you know, they're going to have a preseason. They're going to have training camp. So he and Ryan Tannehill can kind of get on the same page. And Julio has a better running mate in Tennessee uh, than he do- than he did in Atlanta, as, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but, yeah, so so getting that kind of compensation, I think, is, is more than I would have expected. I probably would have capped out at a third-round pick, to be quite honest with you. But getting a second-round pick for him, I mean, you, you look at the Titans, that's a team basically looking to make a move to push themselves towards this top, the top of the AFC. Then they've got to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs. They've got to keep up with the Buffalo Bills. And, really, if you look at your team as you are right now in Tennessee – and what you can do today to get better this year, this move makes a lot of sense. You are selling a little bit of your future to get better now, but I mean, we we know how windows go, and and the Tennessee Titans may not be you know squarely in that championship window, but they're in a playoff window, and that window is going to close eventually because you've got AJ Brown that you're going to have to pay sooner or later. You've got Ryan Tannehill who eventually is going to come up on another contract maybe that he wants, or you're going to move to another quarterback, Derrick Henry. You've got other players on that roster. As the contracts start coming up and piling up, the more guys you pay, the fewer guys you can bring in. So you take the opportunity to while you can. It's a very smart move for the Titans, even if they overpaid a little bit in the long run. Yeah, no doubt. And for the Washington football team, they were scheduled to take on the Atlanta Falcons in week four, back-to-back road games after the Buffalo Bills in week three. And David, the way I look at this is when you have you know, Calvin Ridley, when you have Kyle Pitts, when you have Matt Ryan and a couple of other receivers that kind of started to emerge a little bit uh, last year, that's just one less headache that you have to deal with. And they already have a bunch of headaches um, in terms of the quarterback gauntlet that they have to, you know, defend and, and play against in their 17 game schedule. So to me, this takes one, I mean, it's one small headache, but it is a headache or a potential headache off of the docket, if you will. Uh, and then on top of that, I'm just happy that they didn't feel the need to then go and add Dallas Cowboys style to the wide receiver group and just double down or triple down or whatever. After adding Curtis Samuel, again, I didn't think it was going to happen, but after adding Curtis Samuel and Adam Humphreys there's, and Diami Brown, there was really no need to do this, but I suppose they could have done it if they wanted to they could have yeah I mean I, I agree and you know I, I think we talked about it I, I said I wouldn't be angry to see Julio Jones playing in Washington but again I mean when you're talking about a future second round pick and even a fourth round pick I mean you, you, how much does he really add to the current roster you already have and, and again people are going to kind of look at it and say it's Julio Jones what you're talking about but again you got to look at the Julio Jones you're getting not the Julio Jones that the Falcons have had um and yeah, so I, I'm I'm happy that you know he's he's I'm not so so much happy that he's not with Washington, but kind of like Kyle Shanahan said, I'm just glad that he's no longer on this team's schedule. Uh, and now that Atlanta Falcons matchup looks a little bit easier, we'll see how Calvin Ridley expands into that number one role, and then you know Russell Gage and Christian Blake being those second and third guys 
for me though, Chris, being an Arizona State guy, Frank Darby ended up with the Atlanta Falcons. So for me, now I see that Frank has a little bit more of an opportunity to make that mm-hmm. Falcons roster. And, you know, I'm always pulling kind of on the side for those Arizona State guys. Makes you happy. And whatever makes David Harrison happy makes me happy. So I'm happy about that. Are you happy? If you're happy, then I'm happy. Does that make sense? I I am very happy. And you know what? People that put money on Julio Jones landing with the Tennessee Titans are also happy, even though the Seahawks did become the betting favorite, you know, during the last stretch or whatever. Uh, but also yesterday, Chris, actually, or well, Saturday as we're recording this, I put some money on uh, the Preakness. Is that is that the horse race that just went down? I, the Belmont Stakes, that's what it is. I'm not a big horse race guy, but I was over at a friend's house. They were wanting to watch it. So we kind of started talking, like, you know what, let me put some money down on the horse that won. I can't remember his name right now. Um, and I did so over at betonline.ag because they are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And not only can I say that, but I can prove it because I made my bet less than five minutes before uh, the race actually took off. So I can confirm they are the fastest and they are the easiest way to bet on all your sports action, whether it's horse racing or baseball, basketball playoffs, hockey playoffs, UFC, MMA, whatever your style is. You can go over to betonline.ag using your laptop or your mobile device. Check out all their great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to betonline.ag. Again, using your computer or your mobile device, sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is the Locked on Washington football team podcast. By the way, the winner of the Belmont Stakes that David won on Bet Online, essential quality. There you go. There you go. I also bet on the horse that finished second place. Nice. Uh, just because there were there was better payout if, if they won. Right. Um, so I still ended up making money. Ex- but, is that yeah. an exact? I'm not sure. Horse racing gambling gets a little confusing for me. So... Yeah, so there's you could bet to win, place, and then show, which I think place is first, second, or third. I don't know what show yeah. is. I just went with win. So I, I bet enough money that if the favorite won, I would still make money even though right. I bet on the on the other guy. But if the other guy would have won, I would have made substantially more money. So I'm happy either way because I still came out in the group. There you go. Good job out of you. A good weekend in the Harrison household. All right, how about the Aaron Rodgers household? He... Uh, is supposed to be at Packers mandatory minicamp this week. We don't know if he's going to show up, David. That's going to be a massive story, of course, across the NFL. But USA Today's Nate Davis, a guy that we both know uh, a little bit, and uh, I've you know talked to Nate Davis a number of times over the years, and you know, I, like everybody's putting together these rankings and polls and what have you during the quote unquote dead off season, uh, dead part of the off season here, and he put together. Uh, this list ranking the 31 other teams in order of contention with a little bit of analysis of who they might be able to offer in a trade for Aaron Rodgers. Now, we know, as we've discussed, Washington has constantly been mentioned, you know, because they don't supposedly have the quarterback of their future, because 
you know, Ryan Fitzmagic could be Fitz tragic, all that stuff. You want to take a guess at where Washington was ranked? Um, again, one through 31 in terms of the, you know, potential pursuers of Aaron Rodgers. Would you guess that it was in the top 10, David? I would. Yeah. I mean, I would even venture to say it's, you know, probably between five and eight just because people are so down on Ryan Fitzpatrick as a true starting quarterback for, for whatever reason, even though he's shown time and time again, he can get the job done if he's got a good roster around him. And what has Washington done? They've gone out and put a very good roster around him. Uh, there's still kind of that doubt. And there's the narrative that not just the media, but the NFL itself honestly seems to really follow that you have to have like the quarterback or else you just don't have a chance yet. You know, again, there's still guys like Trent Dilfer and, and Brad Johnson and, Giants fans are going to kill me for this, but Eli Manning walking around Super Bowl rings that aren't, you know, the greatest quarterbacks of their generation. So you free. I thought you were going Jeff Hostetler, but yeah, I mean, that's he's there's another one. You know what I mean? I mean, Peyton Manning with the Denver yeah, Broncos. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't the Peyton Manning that we all remember. I, love. I mean, he was a shell of himself getting one Super Bowl because if you have a good team, all your quarterback needs to do is drive the car and. And, you know, I think I think that Washington has a car worth driving and Ryan Fitzpatrick can get the job done. We'll see if he does get the job done. But anyway, that's why I would expect probably a fifth to eighth place ranking on, on a list. Well, like this. it turns out that you are right on the money again, just like you were with the Belmont Stakes on Bet Online. Number seven for the Washington football team. Um, so I, I personally, again, don't see it. We've talked about this. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. Um, I'm glad it's not number you know, two or number three or number four or something like that. I mean, you know, again, Nate Davis is, is, is doing a project that just nobody else is doing, right? So good on him to come up with a thought piece. Um, I can't say like there's no chance that it'll happen, but as I wrote about on SI.com this weekend, I, you know, I think like there's a better chance that it would happen next off season after the Fitzpatrick experience either goes sideways wrong or just okay. Um, but it was interesting. One real quick note on this, the Eagles were ranked fifth. The giants were ranked sixth. And then the Washington football team were ranked seventh. You want to care to guess who was ranked number two on the list behind number one, which is an easy one in the Denver Broncos? Guess who number two was, David? I mean, it would have to be a team that was pretty low on the draft boards. Um, and then I know, you know, the Raiders that were obviously in that conversation because John Gruden just hates quarterbacks and loves collecting the newest one he can get. But who is who is number two? Well, that, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good one right there. The Raiders were number three, so you're slightly off, but that's a good one. Um, number two was the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, obviously, spinning Baker Mayfield to Green Bay, giving them the quarterback uh, of their future, even though they have Jordan Love, who's kind of the quarterback of their. You get the point. It was. Basically, uh, I love Nate Davis, but it was a uh, it was a way to get some controversy, a way to get some uh, eyeball emojis on Twitter. Yeah. If you smell what I'm cooking, so you have that. All right. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to get into uh, real quickly, if you don't mind, with you is Chris Sims of NBC Sports, Phil Sims' son, of course, uh, who was injured in that Super Bowl that Jeff Hostetler won uh, for the New York Giants. Chris Sims puts out his, his ranking of the top 40 quarterbacks each and every year. 
And he put uh, out 21 through 40, and it came out in a press release on Friday, I believe. So 21 is Jimmy Garoppolo. 22 is Ben Roethlisberger. 23 is Ryan Fitzpatrick of the Washington football team. Now, I I would just ask you on the surface, right, if we're evaluating all quarterbacks in in this study of 40 – 23 doesn't seem absurdly low. I mean, you can make an argument maybe that he's a little bit higher. I'm, you know, like, do you take him over Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, Jimmy Garoppolo has been in the Super Bowl. Ryan Fitzpatrick's never made the playoffs, but Jimmy G's always hurt. So I don't know how you kind of evaluate that. You certainly don't take him, you know, career-wise and longevity-wise and accomplishment-wise over Ben Roethlisberger, who's just one touch ahead of him. Right. I mean... I, I just have to I have to look at it to where, you know, if I were running mm-hmm. a football team, who would I want quarterbacking my football team? And I would take, in 2021, I would take Ryan Fitzpatrick over both Ben Roethlisberger and Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and, you know, historic, you know, accomplishments aside, you know, obviously Ben Roethlisberger is a Super Bowl champion and all that stuff. Jimmy G, like you said, been to the Super Bowl. But, I mean, let's, let's be honest. San Francisco didn't get to there get to that point based off of Jimmy Garoppolo's play. They got there based on their defense, which again is how guys like Trent Dilfer, Jeff Hostetler, et cetera, have Super Bowl rings. So there's nothing wrong with that. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, as much as he hasn't been to the playoffs, the Super Bowl and all that stuff, typically it's not because Ryan of because mm-hmm. of Ryan Fitzpatrick, even some of those Ryan Fitz tragic moments, usually there's a defense there on the field that has put his team in a very, very bad situation, forcing him as the quarterback to take some chances you wouldn't normally take which leads to some of those fits tragic moments. You know what I mean? Um, quarterbacks get put in that situation. There's only so much you can do about that. So I tend to I tend to not count that a little bit more uh, when that's the situation. So I think, like I said, to me, I think this is Ryan Fitzpatrick's best chance to make the playoffs as a starting quarterback is with this team because they have the defense to also keep Ryan Fitzpatrick from being in situations where he's got to do uh, bad things. But, I mean, just off of what's available, which, like you said, is only 21, I would I would put Ryan at least number twenty one here. We'll see what the rest of the list turns out to be. Yeah, and again, it's, it just depends on how, when you do a list like this. It depends on how much you're putting on the past, how much you're putting on the right now. Because I agree with you, right now I would put Fitzpatrick ahead of Jimmy G and Roethlisberger. But if we're looking at past accomplishments, again, I made the argument why I understand what Sims uh, is doing. He was one spot ahead of Taysom Hill. I mean, to me, Taysom Hill's a, an intriguing, uh, you know, project here, but he might not even start in New Orleans, right? We don't know if he's going to start in New Orleans over Jameis Winston. We have no idea. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of interesting how these things uh, work out. Real quickly, he said, uh, where I gave Ryan Fitzpatrick maybe a little bump to as compared to other guys that we don't look at as big-time stars or franchise-type quarterbacks is he moves pretty well. And I think he brings a little edge to the football team. Uh, David, you know, we've discussed this. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, like people are going to think, oh, big burly beard, 39 years old, 38 years old, you know, uh, he can't run, he's immobile and all they're sadly mistaken. They haven't watched Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, I mean, you know, from covering him, you know, a couple of years with the Buccaneers, I mean, he can do some things that'll make you pull your hair out, but, but he can also break down or he can also scramble around and, and, and not just buy an extra half second. He can actually move and take off. Oh yeah. Yeah. He can move. He's a little bit older than me and he can move. He does things that make me hurt. You know what I mean? But he's, he's out there having fun and, 
and, and leaving it all out on the field. And that's why guys love to go out there and play for him. No doubt about it. All right. So, uh, we, you know, look, I, maybe you can make an argument for a couple of spots higher, but I understand, again, just remember how, like, not everybody does a ranking or a poll exactly the same way. So, again, that's probably why you see uh, that. But you heard David and I uh, both basically say, if it's just about this year, we put uh, Roethlisberger, I mean, we put um, uh, Fitzpatrick a little bit ahead of those guys. All right, did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor? I told you guys last week that I got some grasshopper mint built bars sent to me uh, in a box. Now, I haven't had them yet, but I'm planning on having one for dessert uh, after we do this particular episode. But if you like the original kind of staple flavors that Built Bar has, and who doesn't? Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's a flavor for everyone. And if you don't know which one you like, get a mixed box. You'll get two of the nine flavors. So you get 18 Built Bars all in one. Not only are the Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy and good for you. They're all high in grams of protein, low in calories, low in sugar, uh, and very low in net carbs, all having five net carbs or less. And they taste great. Soft, easy to chew, 100% covered in chocolate. Go get yourself a box. Hell, go get yourself a box or two or three or four have at it. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. And while you're enjoying that Built Bar and enjoying the money you're saving using our promo code, if you enjoy saving that money, save even more the next time you need to repair and maintain your vehicle by going to rockauto.com where you can find parts that'll save you up to 30, 50, even 100% more depending on the make, model, and part you're looking for compared to your local chain store or a new car dealership rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low while the chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks to re- deliver directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Wrapping up today's episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at dharrison82, at russellmania621, and at Locked. WFT pod and Chris we've been able to do this for a a few episodes consecutively now wrapping up our episode with voicemails from our listeners today we've got two one more just a message to us that we wanted wanted to make sure it gets airtime listen to respond to but then another one that also has a question that we'll answer here to end today's episode what's up D money Russell mania hey you guys this is hog skins uh I actually left you guys a um a voicemail that you guys, you know, you guys played it on the uh, podcast. I think I was the second voicemail. Anyway, I was a guy that said, uh, you know, I listened to your podcast you know, during my power walk and, um, you know, that I was the same age as Chris. So anyway, I'm that guy. So, you know, man, I was, it was crazy, man. I was actually 
of course, walking when I heard, you know, the voicemail, man, uh, the voicemail. I thought that was so cool, man. So, uh, anyway, man, uh, I just wanted to call, just give a, you know, quick little shout out to you guys, you know, continue to listen to you guys every day. And, um, you know, I just can't wait for the season to start, man, so we can, you know, really start talking some football. So, um, anyway, man, uh, oh yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let you guys know. I'm gonna pick up a couple built bars this uh, this weekend, man. I'm gonna get a Chris's favorite, I believe, is the peanut butter brownie, and David, I believe, the mint, the mint brownie. I'm gonna pick up both of those, man. And you know, you know, you guys talk about it. This sounds good. Also, that salted caramel, I definitely want to try that. Uh, that sounds real good, man. So, you know, over the weekend, I'm gonna go ahead and pick up some, and then. Uh, you know, give a little taste, and then, you know, I'll leave you guys a message, you know, let you know, you know, what I think. All right, fellas, y'all, take it easy, man. Hey, Chris and David. Uh, this is Tony from Mount Airy, Maryland. I was wondering if there's any update on the facilities. And what, I'm, what I mean is, you know, like the workout facilities, and all I've heard is that they're be, kind of behind the rest of the league before Ron Rivera showed up, and I kind of wanted to see if they had made any updates if they were kind of getting up to par. Uh, if you guys have heard anything about that, great podcast, and thanks for uh, letting me call in. All right, yeah, so thank you guys both uh, for all the good words and for the voicemails on the questions and all that. Yes, get your built bars uh, and keep listening. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. As far as the facilities question, um, David, he, here's the deal. Like, they're locked into the stadium at FedEx Field until through the 2027 season. I believe the actual lease expires in September of 2028, I believe is the date. Uh, so that's obviously not happening. They are trying to build a new stadium. We don't know the location yet, most likely in Virginia, uh, but we don't know that for sure yet. Um, as far as the facilities, like I know the Sports Performance Center, yeah, what they just did over this offseason is they completely gutted the fields uh, and, and put in totally new fields and did like a rooted renovation basically uh, so that it drains much better so that uh, the grass doesn't get chewed up uh, so that they can quite honestly use the practice fields uh, and, 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 and not have it again have chunks and pieces missing and have to shift from one field to the next uh, because really during a practice for those that are unaware you know you really need to practice you, you really need two fields because of individuals and unit position drills and then when you do the team drills um, then you're all on one field but you really need two fields um, so you know uh, again they did that project now they're doing that at FedEx field but they're doing it in an even larger capacity they are going deep uh, into the ground. I, I believe it's a f about a foot into the ground and redoing all of the drainage, all of the, um, uh, the underneath stuff, and then bringing in new sod on top of that once they put it all back together. Um, and they're hoping that this is the final trick because they have had so many problems over the years. It hasn't been as bad recently since their last major renovation, uh, which they called a minor renovation. That was in 2000. 
2013. Uh, it hasn't been as bad as it was before that. Uh, but for those Washington fans that remember in 2012, uh, it was awful. And the Seattle Seahawks uh, were very, very, very upset. So was the NFL. And a could have cost Robert Griffin III his time here in Washington. So uh, basically it's a work in progress and you will see more and more done over the next couple of years. But, um, you know, it is time that they're finally taking it seriously. Yeah. And that's good. And, you know, it's, it's a slow moving ship a lot of times when these types of things have to happen and you wish they never would have gotten to that point in the first place, but they did. And all you can do is move forward and address it. So it's good that the team is addressing it. You know, we've seen them throughout the off season doing some things, uh, to address some some shortcomings or at least some areas that they could get better at, including, I mean, fan ambassadors actually just is a thing that just uh, happened here recently. So another yeah. great move by the franchise. And I mean, uh, again, eventually it'll get there because I mean, players care about the facilities. They care about the training rooms. They care about the workout facilities. They, they care about the field. So those are things that will help, uh, you know, like we've talked about before, attract future free agents. And that's obviously what you want is to be a, become a desirable place uh, for players to come. You don't have, you know, the beaches of California and Florida and, and you don't have, you know, superstars in Los Angeles like Los Angeles does. And, and you don't have, you know, uh, some, of the, some of the other things that some of these other franchises have. So you need to make sure that you have the facilities and the training areas and everything ready uh, for, for top-tier athletes like you're trying to attract. Yeah, I think that's a great point because while they might not always get to see it if they can't visit or whatever uh they also they hear about it from their buddies that play there hey you know let me put in a call to this guy who i went to college with let me see what he thinks of their practice facilities and their and their cafeteria and their food and all that stuff so that does matter for sure so thanks to uh tony for the question uh and thanks everyone for all the voicemails and uh please please keep them coming we will get to them as quickly as we we can 301-615-3577 301-615-3577 if you want to fire off an email it's lockwftpod at gmail.com hey guys get more of the sports news you need in less time with the locked on today podcast follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts all right for david harrison I'm Chris Russell. Thanks, as always, for listening. We'll be back with a fresh episode in another couple of days. Remember, we're going to a slightly reduced schedule. Uh, This is the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.